0: I've probably mentioned a time or two this year that a lot of the work we've been doing is crisis communications. As we hit the mother load of all crises, social, health, political, and economics, organizations have had to take a step back and look at how they communicate both internally and externally. In some cases, the hard look at messaging has been forced because of some reckoning from customers. In others, it's been self-motivated to stand up for what the people inside the organization believe and how they can communicate that without looking like they're jumping on the bandwagon. It's been a crazy time, and I've learned a lot about how crisis communications will work in 2021 and beyond, which is what we're going to talk about on today's Spin Sucks podcast episode. If you're a communications pro who works hard, doesn't compromise quality, and gets the job done, welcome home. We'll share our tips, tricks, and stories, and together, we will change the face of PR. Spin sucks, but we don't. With the Spin Sucks podcast, here's Jenny Dietrich. Welcome back to the Spin Sucks podcast. I'm Jenny Dietrich. During the last decade, we've all had to figure out how to use social media to build community and engage directly with our consumers because that's where they are. Experts, influencers, and marketers have created best practices. And for the most part, they've worked across brand, industry, product, and service. This year though, whew, it's thrown a wrench into every best practice, making them all outdated as we traverse uncharted waters. At a time when every consumer touch point matters more than ever, one public misstep on social media can wreck havoc on a brand's reputation. Open any of the social media platforms and you'll find notices to vote. Although today is the last day for that one, hooray. Heart-wrenching commentary about the corona, arguments over political views, the organizations of protests and marches. And this happens all among the social media updates and mentions you create on behalf of your organizations or your clients. It's kind of nutty. And it's created an environment where even the most sophisticated of companies are struggling. The Edelman 2020 COVID-19 Brand Trust Report shows that 62%, 62% believe our country will not make it through this crisis without brands playing a critical role in addressing the challenges we face. As if life were not chaotic enough this year, now we have to figure out not only how we're going to play a critical role in addressing these issues, but in how we'll communicate them. With that comes great risk. For some client work I'm doing, I was reading a massive report about reputational risk. I really know how to party these days. It's you know my Friday night fun, reputational risk reports. It talked about how in the past, the most an organization had to worry about was the potential of something big hitting them, such as a natural disaster or a product recall. The kinds of things one could plan for and build scenarios around. And most organizations never had a big crisis like that hit them. Today though, It's not if, but when. Every single one of us will deal with at least one crisis a year, at least one a year. Some of it self-inflicted and some of it created by fake news or disinformation that we'll have to scramble to address. Today's communicator not only has to pay attention to the narrative, but to whether or not it will spread, true or not. Ah, what a world. (laughs) The report I just finished reading and melding into my brain discusses this, and it shows how, if handled well, the best organizations not only rebound, but do so even better on the flip side. Those that don't? Well, let's just say they're classified as losers, or as my small one would say, major losers, which isn't detrimental if you're a private company, but if you're publicly traded, That's the kiss of death. In just a minute, I'll be back to discuss how you can win following a reputational crisis. I'll be right back. There are two things I want you to know about. The first is the Fundamentals of Media Measurement course that we just launched with Muckrack. And the second is the PESO model certification. Both will help you evolve your career this year as you learn how to measure your work using the PESO model to get you there. The Fundamentals of Media Measurement course can teach you how to measure your earned media efforts, create a successful measurement strategy, and report on your success. It will take you about two hours, but it has quick, bite-sized lessons you can take when convenient. It has actionable tips, step-by-step approaches, and examples from Jonna Burke, Christopher Penn, and me. Go to sucks to learn more, get registered, and start your measurement journey today. That's M-rac- dot co slash spin sucks please be sure to use that link because i get a gold star every time someone registers and i love gold stars and for those of you who need to evolve your career learn how to integrate the work you do with marketing and amp up your measurement efforts the pace model certification is for you step up your game with an academically accredited pace on model certification from spin sucks and the si newhouse school of public communications at syracuse University. Learn more about that by going to Spinsucks.com slash Academy, or you can go to Spinsucks.com and click on Academy in the navigation. And now back to the show. I'm back. There are five things a company should do to win in terms of survival following a reputational crisis. They are respond immediately, know the facts, be decisive, be open, and make amends. Let's go through each one of them. Respond immediately. A client of ours just released Brands at Risk, a consumer survey that looks at how purchase decision is swayed based on the comments we see on a company's social media pages and ads. It found that 64% of consumers hold brands responsible for addressing inappropriate or harmful comments made on their own social media pages. And this is a doozy. 63% expect brands to address inappropriate or harmful content on their pages within an hour, within an hour. And half of those people expecting it to be taken care of instantly. As if there's no such thing as nights, weekends, and holidays in the social media world. It never sleeps, so why should you? How that relates to the work you do is that time is costly. It doesn't matter if it's on nights or weekends or holidays, you're expected to respond immediately. After this season's first presidential debate, people began to call out companies that support the Proud Boys, even ancillarily. On one Twitter thread, I read, social media users were calling out Visa, MasterCard, and American Express as allowing people to use their credit cards to buy Proud Boys gear. Some even said they would cancel their credit cards if it wasn't taken care of immediately. Within minutes, and even though it was in the middle of the night, Visa and MasterCard responded swiftly and decidedly. American Express on the other hand, well, let's just say they had an auto responder on that said they'd be back in the morning. So people began to tweet them just to make fun of them. That poor social media team the next morning. ugh, I can't imagine. You don't want social media users to dictate the narrative around the crisis. Stay in control of it at all hours of every day and night. Number two, know the facts. Here's the deal. There is a lot, a lot, a lot of misinformation out there. There are people whose sole intent is to bring organizations down in any way possible. Some are hugely orchestrated campaigns like QAnon spreading the conspiracy theory that Wayfair was trafficking children. It's not true, people. To locally created lists with the purpose of letting people post anonymously about their experiences in restaurants or bars. True or not. As you work through whatever issue has brought you pain, move quickly to gather what is true and what people are spreading that is completely false. You also must have tough conversations with the powers that be to get all, all of the facts. Having to issue corrections will always, always, always undermine your efforts. Do your best to get all of the facts so you can communicate appropriately and swiftly. Number three, be decisive. Just as we've experienced this year during the corona, indecisiveness or leaving decisions to the people can create a crisis in and of itself. We look to leaders to be decisive and make the tough decisions, even if they're not the popular ones. The same goes for you in the middle of a crisis. I often think about the Susan G. Komen Planned Parenthood crisis from eight years ago. I actually can't believe it's been that long when I looked it up. I was guessing maybe four years. It's been eight years. I remember how wishy-washy the Susan G. Komen Foundation was. First, they were going to stop contributing to Planned Parenthood. Then, when met with the uproar, they changed their minds. Then they went on national television and changed their minds again. It was a complete disaster. And for those of you who remember, being a communications expert, it was like, oh, please stop talking. Please stop talking. This disaster caused their founder, the sister of Susan G. Komen, to step down and for most of the leadership team to leave as well. I'm not sure they've ever really recovered. Strong, visible leadership, even if it's not popular, is necessary during a crisis. Number four, be open. The companies that come out of a crisis winning are those that move quickly to inform the public, particularly customers. They discuss the steps they're going to do to contain it and what they're doing to protect their stakeholders. Sometimes that's as simple as saying, we just don't have information yet, but this is what we know, and detailing from there, along with giving a time frame on when new information will be available and sticking to that. You also want to try your best to respond globally, meaning give as much information as you can all at once versus doing it piecemeal. For the most part, people understand time is necessary in collecting information. They'll be gracious if you are open and transparent and if you provide information as you can. If you don't, however, they will be ruthless and that's what you can land you in the loser category. And then number five is make amends. There are two words that mean a lot if they're said and it's clear you mean it. They are, are you ready? Drum roll please. I'm sorry. They work in arguments with your partner. They work when a colleague is mad because of a mistake you made. They work when someone in the organization screws up. And yes, they work during a crisis. Think about all of the companies that have apologized versus those that have not. Remember when BP CEO Tony Hayward said he just wanted his life back when the BP leased Deepwater Horizon rig exploded, killing 11 people and setting off an ongoing spill in the Gulf of Mexico? which they are saying is the worst in history, wrong response. Compare that to Starbucks when one of their baristas called the police on two African-American men who were in the store waiting on a friend. The corporate office didn't try to brush it off by saying, oh, it was just a barista in one store. No, they took responsibility, they apologized, and then they closed all 8,000 stores to provide training to their employees. It's a tough world to be a communications expert right now. You have to do your job. You have to be available every day, every hour of the day and night. You have to know how to handle a crisis with a moment's notice. And yes, you have to do it all with grace and kindness. Luckily for you, we can all vent about it in the Spinsugs community and get help there too. If you don't happen to already be in the free Spin Sucks community and you'd like to be there both for a brain break and to get help or to vent about challenges, you can find us at spinsucks.com slash spin hyphen sucks hyphen community. That's spinsucks.com slash spin hyphen sucks hyphen community. I'll see you next week. If you're ready to change the face of PR, make sure you subscribe to the Spin Sucks podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, leave us a rating and a review.